Dear friends, today is the day the clown cried, and he cries not just for the death of one man, but for the death of a dream. Deaths in comics might not be the most permanent thing around, but they are important to the stories we tell. So, obviously get ready for serious spoilers on today's woeful episode of Sorrow, In Memoriam, presented by the School for Wayward Nerds. Max Comics and Collectibles on 34 Sydney Street, Mackay, Queensland, Mr. Sean McGoldrick. Hello. Alright, earn your place at this table. Why, why are you a geek? How'd you get here? I bought a... We, we came to him. the shop. No. Um, read Ghost Rider when I was eight. Fell down the hole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we're here with our normal cohorts, uh, Meg and Trey. What's a hort? Cohort. Okay. <laughs> cool. Boss. Yeah, and we <laughs> have our producer Kaya. I'm over here somewhere. And I'm your host, Toby DePola, same as normal. Um, today, uh, but today we're doing um deaths in comic books. Um, they're often flimsy and last a couple years at most. But you know, we all have our favourites, so we've all written down five each, except for Kaya. Producer. You're not a team player. She's <laughs> far too busy. <laughs> Ain't good time She's not busy, she's not doing nothing. Um, <laughs> this is my last week of holiday. I'm taking it. <laughs> um, Alright, who, who wants to go first with their. Uh, Sean, because he's nuts. Yeah. No. Alright. Who wants you? Alright, yeah. I'll just. So goddamn special. <laughs> Alright, I'm starting with Ted Cord the Blue Beetle. Your reasoning behind this is shit. <laughs> nah, it's good. Alright, this tragedy took place. In the 2005 big ol' 80 page issue called Countdown to Infinite Crisis, written by Jeff Johns, Greg Rucker, and Ed Winnick. Um, the art was done by Ed Bennis, who is like one of my favourites. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this issue, Blue Beetle finds an organisation known as Checkmate being rebuilt by champion asshole Maxwell Lord in a Belgian castle. Um, Beetle gets captured and then gets monologued at by Max. He tells him that Checkmate will be used to keep the metahumans and superpowered folks under surveillance controlled by humans. Uh, fun fact, this is a year before Civil War. Did you call that somebody a champion asshole? I did. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted, that just went through my head and I was like, what? <laughs> it didn't make the print. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not titled that on Wikipedia, yeah. but I've made, but that some, can be fixed. I've made some adjustments. <laughs> Um, yeah, Max tells Blue Beetle to, like, he's not a, he's not a super guy, he can join, or, or, we get Ted Cord's final words, rot in hell, Max, and then he just gets his fucking brain blown out. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of my favourites. Why? Um, just, I don't know necessarily about that issue much, I've read it, but I haven't read a lot of the stuff leading up to it, but all of the, um, Justice League International Generation Lost stuff stems out of that event. Some of my favourite non-Batman group of people. I thought your reason was some shit to do with the dentist. Well, yeah. Is that a different one? That's, uh... Well, it sort of comes in there. 
Um, I, I read Generation Lost just before I went to have my wisdom teeth taken out. So it's probably like the coming out of the drugs afterwards. But that's one of the most like seminal gripping stories I've ever read after the fact. <laughs> and Max Lord pisses me off so hard because of him in that book. Like it's just ridiculous how much I hate him now. He popped up in, in um, Supergirl real early. And I, I threw a pillow at the screen. I got real mad. He tried. I, I can't the fuck st- out of it. That's one part of Supergirl I can't stand is Max Lord. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, I'm sitting there going, Colo Colin. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, it's Twilight, what? <laughs> Every yeah, time yeah. I see him, it's just like six episodes in. Mm. Um, Daddy Twilight. Emma, Emma pointed out that in the startup, mm. she had voice they re-edited it when she said Superman. So I was like, Superman. And so every time I see him, it's like, Twilight! <laughs> 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 Hang on, sorry, ran over. That's alright, I've read all my notes here. Um, who wants to do another one? Alright. Right. So cool. It's at this point I realise I have not got enough notes. I'm going off memory. I think you're <laughs> yeah. with Meg. I, I'm uh, Meg Meg's actually this. not the worst at notes now. Yay! Your notes are gibberish. I like my notes. Everybody likes my notes. Technically, I have no notes. That's like one note of mine. That's the one that you just wrote. There. <laughs> yeah. Because that's For the all one those that at home, he's written a small novel. <laughs> well, if you guys are like, the rule is, if you guys have like one that someone else is already using, just team up on this other. All right. Well, I'm gonna we'll, we'll just do that next. one at the end. Yeah. I won't shut up. All right. Yeah. yeah be it's all yours. I'm only just doing it for a note thing because what it is. But anyway, back to that later. My first one would be Flash Barry Allen. Ooh. Because it's the last death that really counted. That, yeah. Isn't that the one where he, like, it's real good art in it? And he, like, oh. turns into a skeleton or yeah, some yeah. shit? Yeah, it's that ties in with that whole fade back with the old I, Batman. I had that one in my, like, potential ones. Mm. Just because the f- pictures of it look so cool. Well, I had him coming back out in my resurrection list that we didn't end up doing. Yeah. Um, well, the good thing about it is, it is the biggest sort of death that happened in that time. Yeah. Like, that same series, Supergirl died. Yeah, I've read the Supergirl one. The Supergirl died, but most people remember about that as the cool Perry's cover. That's it. The thing I remember is that she has, a, like, a headband. Mm. And I thought, that's weird. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> okay. That's of the time. This <laughs> is all time. But, yeah, so... To add a bit more onto it. Mm. Barry dies by catching the Tachyon beam from the... I know, the, it's not the eradicator, the anti-monitor. Anti-monitor, yeah. that's yeah. it, yeah. See, notes would have helped this. But anyway... <laughs> like um, I said, I scrapped my notes already. So yeah, so he, ran, he ran fast enough to catch the beam and absorb it, basically, and killing himself in the process. Now, is this the one where it turns out that he's also the lightning bolt that killed his mum? Oh, no, that hit him, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and sort of, yeah. Um, but the reason it's the last one that counted big time is the fact that everyone thought he was dead. Like, he was dead long enough for a new generation to come around and Wally West to be the Flash for a new generation. Yeah. Like, for a good time. Yeah, it was one of the last ones where they killed him off for a while. Yeah, I I think that happened in like... Because I started Flash in the New 52. A a lot of the people that read read Flash longer than me, Gary, because they're all Wally kids. Mm. Like, he was dead clearly long enough for people to... When I got into reading it, Mm. Wally was the Flash, but I went back and read the old stuff from, Mm. like, the book exchange. 
Like um, what he either can't save people because he's too fat or that other issue where he's got the big head. Big head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so smart. Um, but yeah, that was my back, my flash. Mm. And the reason he, he stayed dead till like 2003. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like it's like because I read a new 52. Well, it's cool. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> All right, that's me. <laughs> All right, um, Meg, Meg, you're up. Um, well. He's just a karate man so with like a cobra it. tattooed on his belly. When, when you said that, I, at first I thought you were talking about um Copperhead. Yeah, Copperhead. <laughs> I'm way off the so She hasn't he, mentioned the reason why it matters to her. Okay. <laughs> I just wrote down like what happens in the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so King Snake died. He was dropped into a chasm by his son Bane. And that is why Bane's Bane cool. did it. And it's his. Weird when they delve into Bane's history. Yeah, like yeah. the time he thought Thomas Wayne may be his father, so him and Bruce were a team for a while. And then the DNA test said they're not. And he just goes, okay, thank you, Bruce. And then right. Bruce pays for him to leave. That was really awkward, like that. <laughs> That's great. Do you think Bane's origin and all of his history is almost more secretive than Joker's at this yeah. point? Yeah, because the only thing about his like name that they've revealed, apart from his dad having a shit name, is his last name. Mm. But no one remembers it because it's weird. Yeah. Like I would have to Google it just to have any idea, but I know he's only got a last name. My introduction to Bane was I read the Nightfall novel, not the actual. Oh yeah, yeah I've seen the novel. Can yeah, the novel itself, and that was really cool. Like the way they did the the. As they say, you always get more out of the novel than you do a movie. Hmm. Sort of the same thing goes with comics, I guess. As well. But yeah, the detail they put into how he was you can born see, into the prison sentence. Yeah, the, that there you can tell they must have read the novels as well when they did the movie. Like, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's funny how much they've written about his origin, but they haven't given him a name. Hmm. His last name is Dorrance. Something like that. Seeing an opportunity to bash the Christopher Nolan movies here, what does everyone think about the Bane in that movie? UPS, man. (laughs) I think it's dog shit. I think it's funny. They could have just gave him a great impersonation from Kevin Smith. That's what it's done. They could have just gave him a better name, like a different name. They could have just made up a villain and it would have been cool. Not take a villain. movies better if they made all the characters exactly the same just didn't say they were other things like the Joker's good he's not a Joker Bane's fine and he's a villain he's not that big he is not the only thing about him that is Bane is that he doesn't like Batman even like oh he's muscly but he's not like like fucking giant that's not anything yeah like they changed everything about him Mm. they could have just gave him a different name and it'd be a cool villain yeah I feel like not take a shit on someone awesome you say that as we look at like the ten foot painting Bane of Bane, Bane we put on the wall here. Yeah. <laughs> Come check that out. All Max right, Comics, um, Mackay. <laughs> at 34 Sydney Street. Thanks for the shameless plug. Well, He's I, on Facebook. I went to do a big shameless plug for you, but I forgot to put the, like, the phone number. Website, maxcomics.com.au. There you go. All right, track. Also on the email. All right. I had a real kind of generic, <laughs> plain one to go with first, but... Yeah. I thought I'd start off with one that, like, was more first for me. It was Electra in Daredevil 181 from 1982. Yeah. And 
written by Frank Miller, so you know it's oh, good. Mm-hmm. And Klaus Jansen. I don't know who he is, but those two did everything, like inking, penciling, oh, yeah. art. Like, they did every single little thing instead of, like, six people. It's like how Tony S. Daniel in the, at the start of New 52 Detective did all of it. He did the writing as well. Mm. Yeah, because, like, you told me to write down, like, the writer and the artist, and then you got, like, another six dudes that just, like, wrote down and yeah. coloured it in and shit but in that issue them two handled everything mm. and the story's pretty much Bullseye gets out of prison surprises the villain he's prison and shit prison system. and um he finds out that Kingpin's replaced him with Electra as his like assassin yeah probably because he was in prison so he's mad for not much reason yeah. um and he finds out that she's been called to kill Foggy. And it just, like, I think it's kind of random that it's just an important character instead of just some random guy. And, um, yeah, so Bullseye finds out who Foggy is and just stalks him until Electra shows up. Yeah. And when she does, they fight. And it's, like, I think two pages of, like, some of the best fighting art I've mm. ever seen. Like, it's really good. I like and when then, you're reading just a fight and it's not words but just art and you actually think like, oh man, this is like really good. Yeah. Like when you actually notice that it's good. Yeah. When it stands out. And like, Bullseye's meant to be a really good fighter but people only know him for being real accurate, like dead shot. Mm. But well, like, they know him from the movie where he yeah, does that dude with a paper clip. Electra's meant to be like one of the fucking best martial artists in Marvel yeah. and Bullseye like stands his ground against her. And then he gets the upper hand and just, like, slams her face into the concrete. And then um, while she's getting up, he just throws the card, like, playing card into her throat. Yeah. But she's still up, so he stabs her with her own sigh. And then she is still alive, but he lets her waddle away. And she dies on Matt's doorstep, because at the time they were still together, I'm pretty sure. And, yeah, it's just a generic dying in the hero's arm oh, shit. does he hold her, like, like fireman style? No, I think, no. I think he's... I think it's more just, like, a cuddle. Okay. If you're not going to do it all the way, don't do it. I know New York's meant to have a bad crime thing, but how does no one notice, like, the lady in the funny red clothes just, like, bleeding out on a doorstep? <laughs> also, she had to take a bus to get there. A blind guy's cuddling her. I'd probably be like, what the fuck is going on here? Um... <laughs> And it's kind of funny flicking through the issues because, like, Frank Miller's such a good writer. Mm. It's kind of at the same time Bullseye has a brain tumour. So he's kind of... You can see little things of him being weird and kind of not as on the ball as he's meant to. And even the whole issue, he's kind of figuring out that Matt's Daredevil. Mm. So, like, when he sees Matt, like, with Electra, he's kind of, like, looks at him funny, like, kind of familiar. Yeah. But anyway, the reason I like it is it was the first Marvel issue I ever brought. I was to remember you again. I only knew who Electra was because of that fucking awful movie, but I knew <laughs> Daredevil was cool, so I just brought it. Hmm. You're probably lucky to buy it before the fucking Netflix. Yeah, it was just lucky that it was actually a good issue. Hmm. Right, back to you, Toby. All right. Well, my one comes <coughs> immediately off my first pick. Uh, I did Maxwell Lord next. Because it's one of the most satisfying moments in comic book history to me. Um, 
In the storyline titled Sacrifice, um, it starts in Superman 219. I, I would normally just say the trade, but I didn't know that. Um, After the shit that goes down in my first pick, Maxwell Lord continues towards his goal until Superman and Wonder Woman start to step in and get involved. He uses see Diana as Doomsday, post-killing Lois Doomsday. And they fight for a bit, and she's like, well, the only way to stop him from stopping me is to stop Maxwell. So she fucking snaps his bitch neck. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the the panel of... Yeah. Is this Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. And Omega only says that because she breaks Huntress's neck in Injustice. I don't like it. (laughs) It's a cool looking panel just because Huntress looks cool. The the panel of. Even um, though she's dying. The panel of Max being dead is pretty good too because Superman just looks like he's going to vomit. It's fucking funny. (laughs) She ends up getting pulled out of the Justice League and like losing all of her credit and stuff, but it's so worth it to see that little fucking freak go down. You know how mad I was when I read The Blackest Night and he gets brought back in the White Lantern and stuff? No, uh, they'd be disappointed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I see him crawl out of his grave. I'm like, hey, you get back in there. <laughs> I'm back to Sean. All right. Um, I'll ones later. Uh, Captain Marvel. The original. Captain Marvel. Um... What are we talking here? Are we talking Shazam or are we talking like DC? Yeah, it's not in this chick. one. We're talking Captain Marvel, the Kree fighter in the Marvel comics. Mm. It, it, he died in Death of Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Um, oh, funny that. Yeah, there's a special all for it. The big thing with him was um, he actually died not by superpowers. He died from the big C, cancer. Dude, I found out the question died of lung cancer. I laughed my ass off. Exactly. I was like, like, what it's, happened, it's, These heroes getting taken out by something real. It's just, it's one of those sort of things. But he actually, even though he's Cree, you'd think he wouldn't be susceptible to the same things that we get and whatnot. But yeah. he actually um, took in a chemical that was being dispersed in an explosion hmm. and uh, took it in to protect everyone around and whatnot. And that actually, the carcinogen actually created the cancer within him. Okay. And the cool thing about that was, like, they did it as a big reuniting thing where he was he was going downhill, obviously. Yeah. And they did, it was sort of like um, DC did the similar thing with Sticker uh, Identity. Yeah. Uh, identity Crisis, sorry. Mm. Um, with that one here, it was like more of a down-to-earth sort of storyline. Yeah. Not big... Battle fights and whatnot and all that. It'll happen way at the start and it goes down to the real story after. Yeah. He even had skull, uh, scroll warriors coming to present medals to him at his deathbed. Like his own enemies were there to say, you know, give him a proper warrior goodbye. GG. Yeah, pretty much. You know, <laughs> good game, mate. But yeah, that one would have to be one of them for me. As soon as you said, like, a simple death that reminded me of Dick Grayson in Injustice. Oh, get fucked. Toby up. <laughs> We're talking about that. No, no Sean named a good one. They're completely yeah. different. <laughs> death, for those who don't know, there's, like, the good side of it and the bad side of it. The good side is, again, it's just proving that the Bat family are people. They're, more. they're not. Yeah big shit because he does he gets a stick thrown at his head and it knocks him over and he hits his head on a rock and dies just because he's a human the bad side is it was that fucking Damien Wayne (laughs) we'll get back to that though I have notes about I hate him (laughs) 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 
Is that right, another podcast? Before you start, I'd just like to once again say this episode is sponsored by Max Comics and Collectibles on 34 Sydney Street, Mackay, Queensland. We hate Damien Wayne. That's his slogan now. Tough titties. I'm going to have to get another flag get the front saying that. Okay, go over there. Okay. Someone um, should do Damien Wayne. Damien Wayne. He yes. got dead in it. Oh, you're all I don't happy. know what happened, but I love it. Heretic got his ass. <laughs> <clears throat> I have um, Killer Frost here. She died in Firestorm Volume 2. She died from Absorb Firestorm. Is, yeah, isn't that like her thing? Yeah. She has to absorb she, yeah, energy she, to keep her. She has like. ice powers, but she also isn't susceptible to cold. She like has to absorb heat from other yeah. things. Mm. Yeah, so she don't go super cold. She's pretty much like a heat dead. vampire. Like, yeah. literally. Oh, yeah. And that's why she loves Firestorm, because he's just a perpetual... Yeah, she doesn't love him for his personality. Loves him for his abilities, like a gold digging hussy. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thirsty ass which, which Which um, Killer Frost is it? Because there's like three or four of them, isn't there? Yeah, there's like that one. I thought there was a pretty sure there's a guy. Firestorm Volume 2 is the second one. Yeah. I just don't remember their name apart from stupid Caitlin, who didn't Caitlin exist until the near 52. Let's I'll get it. Yeah, because everyone knows Caitlyn, but she's like the newest one. Yeah, and she's the one that's on TV. Yeah, that's why people care about her. They probably don't even know that there's other ones that have been around. Do they say the first. name of the one in Assault on Arkham, or is it actually Killer Frost? I'm pretty sure it's the first one. That's a good movie. It's better than Real Suicide Squad. I'm not going to recommend Suicide Squad. I'm going to recommend the animated movie instead. Crystal Frost. Oh, yes, the old generic name. Hmm. Why do you like that one though? Because I like her in Flash and don't <laughs> 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 I haven't had a lot of time to read things. She's been doing real homework for jobs and shit. Yeah, yeah, she's also more or less the student at the school for Wayward Nerds. This is why we made this so I learn things. Yeah. The viewers, like, listeners don't matter. Alright, before. <laughs> Before Meg strikes with her one of these, yeah, I had the Waynes and Uncle Ben written down, mm. just because they're res- not as much Uncle Ben, but like the Waynes are responsible for Batman, and I thought oh, I just assumed someone else would have that, so I didn't want to be a generic ass bitch. <laughs> so instead, I wrote down Maria Frank Jr. and Lisa Castle. Ooh. Alright, I'll give you that. That's All a good right. pick. I wouldn't well, have thought of that. Like, Punisher was introduced in Amazing Spider-Man 129 in 1974, I'm pretty sure. Be around. And people loved him that much. He already had his own series by 1975. Fuck yeah. But in that same year, just before the his own series came out, there was this old black and white magazine called Marvel Preview. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about it. Is it just kind of like a little newsy thing of like what's coming and all that? No, they were like um, mini trades in a way. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, sample box. I, yeah, sort of. His origin was in issue two, but I know there was other things in it. And just when I was flicking through, it kind of just seems like all the badass Marvel things. Because issue three is about Blade. Mm. So it's all like the Gotham Knight. No, not Gotham Knight. Um, off. Marvel Knight kind of dudes. Yeah. But yeah, that was. So they gave him an origin and everything like a few months after they invented him. 
And yeah, so originally he had this shit name, like a real kind of Italian name. Um, and he served like two tours in the war or whatever. And then you're not allowed to do a third or some shit. Yeah, so like he that. changed his name to Frank Castle so that he could illegally do another tour. And then, yeah, when he came back from that, like he finally got to spend time with his family. Um, yeah, Maria is the wife. Lisa's his daughter. And Frank Jr. is presumably some badass little kid. I noticed you didn't um, give props to, like, his uncles and cousins and second uncles that was and just grandmothers. just a movie, but that's a great movie. That is amazing that the entire fucking... Well, that was another that dude that killed the shark, wasn't he? Hey? I think the, the uncle was, like, um... Was it old mate from Jaws? Oh, right. <laughs> I love that but scene. It's just so ridiculous. That was another thing I read about, like, how crazy popular he got. I think he was the first Marvel character to get three movies... Because they happened not that long. Well, he had the original movie. The third one was the third movie of Marvel Studios, but it was under the Knights banner, which we've talked about. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we mentioned it. When Iron Man, Hulk, go oh, fucking Ghost Rider, and Punisher Warzone. Mm. So that was three movies, pretty quick. Mm. Yeah, there's the Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren one, which is doesn't Punisher have the logo. It has like real vague Punisher hits. It, to it's it, but it's generic eighties action movie. Yeah, it's Punisher and a sword ready to shoot people. I would watch that over like Terminator just because of the title. The Punisher movie. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, so he gets he finally comes the, the middle one, the, just the Punisher. Yeah, the one yeah. that we're talking about where the entire family dies at like a family dinner yeah. or some shit. Yeah, it's like a sweet Bahamas island that they're renting. And they, the goons that come onto the beach and that, that they're just all blonde ponytails and stuff like that. Oh, it's typical. And they're on, they're on that nice tropical island yeah. and his son's like, look, dad, I got you this souvenir. It's just a black shirt with a big skull on it. It's like the godless fucking thing. Well, he the third a guy one next to a coconut. Warzone's <laughs> good, but I can't take it seriously because the actor of Frank is the one of the villains in Dexter. It's like a yeah. mob boss. Yeah. And... It I'm was like, like hey, you're right on the after team, I watched Dexter, so it was a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. we did it the wrong order, I think. But yeah. anyway, so he's finished his time in the army and he gets to spend time with his family. And they go on an outing to Central Park, accidentally witness the mob killing a dude. Mm. So in order to get rid of the witnesses, they shoot the shit out of the family. But it was a shocking job because Frank didn't die. Yeah, they did so, very well. Yeah, good. Protecting I'm sure they, themselves. I'm sure Don't worry about that big guy. Make sure you get those kids in that woman. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure that um that decision doesn't come back and bite them on the ass very quickly. Well, I never knew this. I thought he just snapped immediately, but mm. he was like in the process of testifying at court and shit, yeah. like doing mm. the right thing. But then it became pretty obvious that all the corrupt police weren't gonna let the mob get arrested. The systems failed me. Yeah, so he denied. just says Fuck this, and yeah, we get the Punisher. Yeah! Right, like I said before, it's good because it's just like responsible for someone who's caused the Punisher. Mm. Like, it's, we it's wouldn't the, have one of Marvel's most brutal characters. You, you, you're pretty much talking about the death that starts the ball rolling characters. Yeah, yeah same you, you as the Waynes, yeah, but like, yeah, I thought I'd do a different one. Yeah. But, um. It's funny, I think we were all scared to do origin people dying. Because I didn't want to do it because I thought someone else would pick it. You yeah, I just changed thing. it. But it's good as well because much like Batman, it just shows off that like this badass character is just a normal dude. Mm. And, and it sets a tone. The too. generic 
one bad day away from snapping, like oh Joker God, the Joker. killing joke. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you hear that all the time, but... Like, it's the fucking Punisher. Hmm. Go watch Daredevil Season 2. Yeah, I watched all the Punisher stuff. I haven't finished the rest of it. No, you didn't even get to witness the skull. Yeah, that's true. I witnessed Is it. Is that far behind? Or? I, I don't watch he Netflix. Ne- I don't even think he saw Punisher leave prison. I saw, yeah, no, I, I, I literally stopped that prison. After prison. That prison part is the best part. I like, never yeah. knew he had the skull in blood. That's you didn't see that? you told me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not that long ago. I, yeah. thought it, so I, I went back and watched it. I watched it and I'm going, that's the most badass cliche I've ever seen in the show. Yeah. Like, seen that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a cliche <laughs> if it is fucking done good. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> But um, it's good after he gets out of prison because mm. until the last episode, it is literally just setting up to see if people would like a Punisher show because yeah. he doesn't it's the interact one with, with Daredevil. Yeah. Like, he's off doing his own thing for a while. Mm. Like it, it was really good. Yeah. yeah, just like the Flash in Arrow. They were just testing him out. <laughs> Someone got a kettle? Is that to take it up on the bed? <laughs> Alright, cool. Um... Well, Kyle, we haven't heard from you in a bit. Do you have any favourite deaths? Honourable mentions? Don't have any? Gaston, because he gets eaten by the fucking wolves, but we don't get to see it, because Disney think we're little bitches. Um, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's next door. I it, like it's okay. <laughs> it didn't have got one before I had the dishwasher going. Oh, okay. So. I like the guy so from Tarzan, because he just gets hung. Oh, that's good. Karma's a bitch. Hey, we did it. Fixed it. Um, we, we fixed it with help from Max Comics and Collectibles on 34 Sydney Street, Mackay, Queensland. Yes, we can. Thank you, Toby. All right, my next one is unrelated to Maxwell Lord for five fucking minutes. <laughs> um, I did Roman Sionis, The Black Mask. Oh, yes. Um, so when I started writing this out, I took notes for about two hours about um, the Relentless story arc. Forgot that he doesn't die in that one. <laughs> Deleted all of what I wrote in a big fury. Save that for another one. Yeah. Because that's one of my favourite traits. Is that the one where the, he does the thing with the eyeball? Fuck yeah, the torture porn issues. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, so when he actually dies like two years after. Because mm. he wants to become her Joker. He wants to become the villain. He's like, I ain't going to kill you. I'm going to kill everyone you care about. I'm just going to keep fucking with you. And he yeah, just um, keeps adopting cats and killing them. <laughs> just hoping it will crush her. <laughs> oh, there's something so bizarre about him in a fancy white suit getting it all wet as he fucking pushes a cat into a kitchen sink. <laughs> just screaming at it in his funny mask. He's got like a wood chipper hooked up to her apartment window. No, he's got a wood chipper throwing cats in. I was gonna say, he has it attached to the pound. It's just like that one. Poof, back in it goes. Um, Alright, so what actually happens is in issue 52 of uh, Catwoman Volume 3, it's wit- written by Will Pfeiffer with art by Pete Woods, uh, came out in 2006. After all the crazy shit and torture porn from the Relentless Story arc, um, what happens there is he, she ro- robs him of like $28 million worth of diamonds to build a youth centre in where she grew up so there's less kids as fucked up as her. Um, and he finds out who took the diamonds... Burns the fucking thing to the ground. Tries to assassinate her. Kidnap... Well, her sisters come into town to see her make something good of herself. Um, kidnaps her husband... You know, her brother-in-law, the husband. Um, and then later, the sister gets captured as well. And he dies bleeding out after Black Mask cuts his eyes out and feeds them to the wife. 
And after that, she's just like a comatose, insane person. <laughs> and it's like pretty full on. And it's got like really simple art. Yeah. So it looks almost like animated series. It's very dumb and cool looking. Awesome. And it's just like this hardcore <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, after all that sort of goes down, a little bit of time passes. Black Mask decides that him and Catwoman should be arch enemies. He says he won't kill her, everyone else. He's got big sweet Tommy gun. It's, really, it's a really cool moment. Um, yeah, and she will just have to live on and suffer. But a scuffle breaks out. She gets a gun to his head. He's, he just assumes she has moral code like Batman. And he's all like, whatever, I'll just get out of prison. And she's like, no, you don't. And blows his fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got written down. But after all that relentless stuff, for some of the first Catwoman stuff I came into, because I'd heard nothing but gold about it, I was like, oh... It's good to see like a big finale for it. So you're gonna rate that way above the Dodson Tokyo car race stuff. Oh, the freelance hey, car. Hey, 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 my boy only did the covers, all right? <laughs> he did not get involved. <laughs> yeah, that is super disappointing. If you if you have uh, read the New Fifty Two uh, Catwoman, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. It was good at the start and the finish. Yeah, Anna Sensi is not a writer I can get behind. She did a good job on Clara and the Witch Boy. Just kidding. She did a bad job. She did a bad job on Katana. Um, How much were the bag of burgers? Uh, six bucks for a paper bag stuffed full of burgers. And she ate some apple off the yeah. floor. The big finale of the new 52 Katana, which is funny now because Suicide Squad's popular and they really yeah. blew a character there. Um, it all ends halfway through a fight with a sumo wrestler. She's like, oh, well, I'll deal with this another time. Um, and in the background, like, as she's been like, well, I learned some stuff today. Um, like, an apple cart falls over, and an apple rolls to her feet. She goes, I'm hungry, and bites it. And that's the big fucking finale. <laughs> Issue 11, that's how far I made it. This is, like, a highlight point of what the new 52 came from. Oh, let's get the fuck out of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you have any new 52 ones? No. So we can tench it off? No. Um... Okay, I'll leave that other one. Still the last one, because yep. I'll talk to you about that. Yeah. Join in. My last one that really means anything to me is Colossus, because it's boy. Oh, what a surprise. I was going to do... All right, we, what we were going to do originally was we were going to do this episode and immediately do one about Resurrections, like making a stupid inner joke about how death is worthless in comic book universe. Um, and I, um, the first one I picked was Colossus's Resurrection, just to fuck you. Yeah, we were yeah. just gonna, all of ours were just going to be Colossus and Hulk and Ghost Rider. Yeah, we were just to fuck with you. We were going to try and take all of your shit. That's okay. I can deal with it. You take way better notes well, than me, anyway. Which, which, which <laughs> for all those at home, I took notes. Yeah. Yeah. To compare, you have A4 pages, pages full of notes. Everything. I have a yellow scratch pad with just the five tiles. lines. It just says Colossus on it. Yeah, it says Colossus. Well, I know that one. Yeah, short and not off. That one's Uncanny X Men two two seven. Oh, there you go. There we go. I actually remembered a number of them. Is this is why you're recently. on this episode because you know that extraordinary X Men. Because there's that real sick cover of his grave and it's got like the massive statue. Yeah, that's all the death of X stuff and all that's coming through now. Um, but yeah, so the Colossus one is basically it's um so yeah, Belly of the Beast storyline where they basically find a cure for the Legacy Virus, which is wiping out it only hits mutants, etc. Um, and so Beast basically says is sitting there quietly in the um, lab, and they all come around. And they're just like, "What's wrong? I found a cure for the Legacy Virus." The only problem is that a mutant has to take it and they're patient zero, so they're going to die. Mm. 
And so while they're sitting there... You should have just gave it to that guy that can just translate every language. Cypher? Yeah. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. Pick a disposable character, why don't you? Um, give it to Xavier. Yeah, they give it to one of their fucking best of people. Yeah. Give it to Xavier. He'll be back in two issues. God damn it. Um, <laughs> He's a villain. But, yeah. Again. So <laughs> while they're all bitching about it, like we are, um, Colossus wanders off and says... I'm awesome and I'll save everyone and he takes it. He fucking Star Treks it? Yep. <laughs> nice. Yep. He takes the the uh, antidote, antiviral, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, antiviral because if it was antidote he'd actually live. Um, so yeah, and then it spreads with his death and yeah, so which makes his resurrection actually one of those weird ones when it does come around because he's actually ashes. Kenny um, Pride goes and spreads his ashes on Fields of Russia. They could have got Sabretooth or one of their villains. Tested on a villain. Well, that's they what I just got towed. They would have just, like, give it to Wolverine, drop him out of a plane on yeah, someone. Yeah, just be bad. And as he lands, just, like, snick him with one hand, stab him with the other one, and just walk away. Or just give it to Wolverine. It's just going to come back. Do what the they American government that. does and just put it in, like, chemtrails. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> that's another podcast. Oh, <laughs> that's I tried to get into fluoride during the Iron Man episode. No one was having a bar of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Meg. Well, I'll go back to what you were saying with the origin family death, yeah. and the Bertinelli family, who is Huntress's... Good Huntress. Good Huntress. Other one. The one that matters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Helena so Bertinelli's... I don't even care. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Helena Bertinelli's family got... Um, murdered at their like dinner table that was due to like mafia stuff the dad was a mafia boss like a really big one they're all underbelly characters aren't they yeah and um yeah so a guy comes in shoots everybody in front of eight-year-old helena and she lives and then she goes on to do things and stuff yeah and i like it because huntress is like my favorite dc character Mm. You um, we recently showed you um the Bruce Timm vs Huntress stuff in the Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. What do you reckon of all that? I like how she gets fired from the Justice League for attempting to kill. Mm. Like I love that part yeah. just because Martian Manhunter's a flog and she's just like giving it to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she throws the fucking the pass card. Yeah. He's he's like just I hope you fucking choke on it. Yeah. <laughs> he's acting like it's a big deal and she's just pissed. It's like who gives a fuck? And then she immediately just like wanders into the questions room. She's like, You want to do some shady stuff? And he was like, Always. I'm a slut for shady stuff. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I do like this stuff. The Huntress, like, her and the question kick off that huge, big saga at the end of Just League Unlimited. Um, with the whole, um, they, they end up uncovering Cadmus in that episode. Oh, just yeah. Everything comes out of that. She's like the most underrated character ever. Yeah, she literally starts the biggest she, shit in Justice well, League Unlimited. She should be a huge character. She by is now. literally like a, she was inspired by the Punisher. That's oh, what you it's can like tell. Italian it's mob family, but she'll kill people. Like she's got her modern costumes, fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything she's in is awesome. Do you like she's the Rebirth one with the hood? It looks alright, actually. It does look alright, but good. at first I thought it was a bit weird because it's different, but it grew on me fairly quick. Yeah. Yeah. The first two. Tr- um, As a Harley fan, you're issues, much like... luckier than me with reboots. Yeah. You're screwed forever now, dude. I'm like, fuck, damn. In the Hush story, like, she's the one that like fucking saves Batman's life at the beginning. Yeah. Like, 
everything she does is awesome. She's always because she's just so roles. small. She just doesn't mm. break out. Yeah, she's got like the one of the highest body counts in DC. That doesn't surprise me, man. Like, yeah, and she's just so underrated. She's like, hanging out at the table with fucking you know dark side. One of the best runs recently for female characters was Batgirl New 52 start. Oh, Gail, Gail Simone. Simone shit? They need to have Gail Simone write a Huntress story. Fucking yeah, bring like, Bennis back for that. I'll read the shit out of like it. Like yeah. actual comics that just say Huntress and nothing else on the cover. There's what is it, like four or five? Three storylines. Yeah. yeah. I think one's 18 issues, one's six, one's six. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, there's a couple more. Like she's in Nightwing a bit. She was in Robin for a bit. There's... Batman, Huntress, Cry for Blood. Obviously, a lot of birds of prey, but she needs so much more. She's too cool. But maybe the rebirth thing will start that. I do like that she got rebooted twice by accident in the New 52. Technically, three if you include Earth 2. Because she's like one of the really early ones. I read her stuff because it's got that really funny. I can't read the the artist, but he does all those really good covers for the Gossip Sea Sirens. Oh yeah, I can't um, think of his name. I'll put it in. I'll put it in like the show notes. notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should just get all the fuck out and get Frank Miller to write it. Oh dude, yeah, he better write it. If he draws it, it's gonna be shit. Like moment, Alex, Alex Ross Payne doing. Oh yeah, I love that painterly stuff. All right, boys. All right, all right. Okay, uh, who's Trey's Trey next? I'm just gonna copy you, Toby. I've got Black Mask. Oh, you've got the Arkham Arkham Knight. Obviously. That's a DLC one too, huh? Yeah, it's the Red Hood story pack from 2015. Should we put a spoiler Mark? warning in this? <laughs> <laughs> no, because we're, if you haven't played it, you don't have a hard look at yourself. <laughs> like, if obviously everyone at this table knows about the Arkham games, so you know like how good they are, but getting to play like a DLC it's like the Harley ones and being able to play as the Joker in Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. then getting to be Arkham. someone that kills is so fucking satisfying in that it's game so it feels weird as well yeah it's odd at the beginning but I play this DLC like, flat out like, it's awesome. like Batman will like run over a person with the Batmobile or you'll like tackle a dude and he'll glitch so his knees are like a kilometre below him in the concrete and you're like oh he oh, dead even but then when it's actually happening you're like oh he dead <laughs> yeah, like you do the inverted takedown and then you cut the rope and they fall like a story onto their face yeah, yeah, on their, their neck, neck. But, yeah, and everyone's like, like oh that probably hurts <laughs> snaps, uh, yeah. snaps their forehead into their chest Yeah, the story of it is after the Arkham Knight actual story now the epilogue he's, almost. He's an anti-hero, like yep. kind of for the Bat family again. He's Red Hood now. And he's just, um, it starts off just a normal fight in a room. Mm. Like they're talking about their new guns and he just superhero landings through a glass roof. And instead of throwing a battering, you just shoot everybody. And instead of being stealthy, he just fucking viscerates yeah, people. Like, so hard to do a stealth takedown as him, but... Yeah, so he's just killing all Black Mask's men, mm-hmm. who he wasn't. I don't even think Black Mask was mentioned in that game. He's mentioned Obviously, in Arkham City a lot. I don't. Yeah, remember he's if in he Arkham is in City Black, a bit. In, in like Origins. mentioned, and he's in the end of a challenge map. He's big in Origins because we just. 
count that as part of the yeah, story. Yeah, because he was the one guy who got out of Arkham City. And, apart, yeah, and I don't know what happens. Apart from the riddle of his mask in the office in Arkham Asylum, yeah. he's not mentioned. So it was good that they added him in this DLC because he's in all four. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, half of, like, your objectives are just, like, embarrass Black Mask by fucking up his business. And, um... Yeah, you end up going to, like, a dock shipyardy thing where they're, like, distributing all their probably weapons and drugs and shit. Yeah. And this is, like, I was saying about it being satisfying. Like, you interrogate the last guy to find out where he is, and he's just like, I'm not going to tell you. And he just, like, what are you going to do? You're not going to kill me. And he just, like, leans forward and goes, do I look like fucking Batman to you? <laughs> and then, yeah, every time they tell you, he just says thanks and then just shoots him in the head. It's just satisfying that game. And breaking everyone's necks and stuff. So what they need to do is make a Supergirl game by Rocksteady, where you get to do that to Max Lord. They need Ooh. to just, like, DLC Red like, Lantern Supergirl. <laughs> I'm pre-ordering. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> reskin, like, um, Battlefield or Grand Theft Auto 5 as a Punisher game. Oh. <laughs> Holy oh. shit. But, um, yeah, you find out that Black Mask, get this, he's at his house, his little apartment. I feel like you should have checked that. Yeah, so you go right. there. He's actually, he doesn't go down for a while, but you just flog him for a while and all his men. And then, yeah, you... Smash the window and hang him out, and he's just saying, like he's begging for his life. Like I'll leave Gotham, go anywhere you want. I'll give you money. All yeah, I'll give you money, drugs, like weapons, whatever you want. I feel like there's a weird Red ending where they're both smoking instead <laughs> of killing him. <laughs> and then he's just begging for his life. Says I'll leave Gotham, go anywhere you want. Red Hood just says, hey, How about you go to hell? Kicks him out the window, just leans over and yells, "Say hi to Joker for me," <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> it's right. the end of the DLC. <laughs> I was saving this one till last, but if you... No, I'm not finished. Oh, I have such a good tangent. What do you uh, want? Um, I was just going to say, I really like it because Red Hood's my favourite character, and it's not often that an anti-hero gets to kill anyone good. Yeah. Like, true. think of, like, Punisher is awesome, but, like, he's never really killed, like... He, he doesn't fuck like up, like, the rhino or something. Yeah. Nah. He never shoots Ultron. Yeah, only because, obviously, you can't kill off a good character. He'll kill every henchman up to Jigsaw, but he never does. Yeah. Well, sort of, like, you know, he has, but, but yeah, you know. Well, like, he never just, like, stumbles upon Doc Ock fighting Spider-Man killed and just snipes him in the head. Yeah, killed him good. Yeah. Stuck on that grease. But, like, it's for <laughs> obvious reasons that anti-heroes don't get to put down anyone that matters. Yeah. But, yeah, like, Black Moss was just awesome in them games, like, right up to the end. Mm. So, like, it's good in both ways. Two great characters in that. Yeah. All right. Well, if we're going to do Arkham and say hi to Joker for me. Yeah, I wanted you to say that one first, but then you did Black Mask. I was going to save it until fucking last. This um, took us so long to, for anyone to realise. Yeah, because I'm going through all the lists of in the comic books, and then I thought to myself, hey, remember that time Talia died? Wait a second! Uh, also, <laughs> we're, we're not just doing comics. We just mean comic characters. I said stuff in our wheelhouse. Um, so the Joker in Arkham City, um, like Trey said, there's no describing this game series. You it, just have to do it. Yeah. I was like, I made Meg watch every Marvel Studios film and every Star Wars to get her <laughs> into nerdy shit and burped halfway through a word. Thanks, Rick. Go on. <laughs> oh, that's an inside hate, actually. Yeah, so like I got her to like all this shit. 
and she was always like oh I love like these movies like Iron Man is such a cool character and I'm just like we're not that important we haven't even got Arkham Asylum yet <laughs> man Iron Man's good shut like, up oh, no, you know nothing so we'll, much we'll be playing like Arkham Origins and she'll pull out her phone and I'll be like are you not paying attention <laughs> this game is great it was all worth it because now you love so many Batman characters because that game nails everybody yeah, so in like, other words you indoctrinated her yeah forced her yeah. well, <laughs> well it works like a charm so I didn't give a fuck about comics Batman or any of that shit I was so around watching American Pie and then eventually I picked up Arkham Asylum and just like yeah now we're recording a podcast I have no room for statues no I'm, room for comics yeah no more room for comics Meg had been like, into all starts from Arkham for like four months and it was her birthday and it was like here's the first appearance of Huntress he's an Iron Man statue like I didn't give her anything except nerdy shit it yeah. was forced um, one of the first times our producer Kai ever hung out with me was to play all of Arkham Asylum just from start to finish for like nine hours. That was, I woke up about three o'clock on a Friday. I believe the following Sunday. We hadn't left the couch. We hadn't spoken to each other. We just played the game. Did you ever make it play Arkham Origins? Yeah, yeah, we played it, all of them. It's yeah, not that was the only one we did. <laughs> that was the only thing we <laughs> did <laughs> like, at once. You start playing Arkham City, and you're like, this is a lot bigger than Arkham Asylum. This is this is taking a long time. <laughs> Just, we, might, we might have sleep during this one, I think. Origins isn't one of the rock steady games, so so many people don't notice it. Like you, who like this stuff because of them games. Yeah. When me and Meg were playing Origins, he comes over and goes, oh, this is good. Like I forgot. I, when yeah. I when I think about it, I think about the buttons and the controls not being quite being up. But Arkham Knight's different as well. Yeah. Like your detective mode and hiding in grates, it's all different. But if you sit down and watch like Arkham Origins cutscenes on YouTube or something, it's fucking awesome. Well, that final boss, fuck, that's scary. Oh yeah. Remember that sucking. That was shit. All right, <laughs> all right. So when you get to the fight with Bane right at the end and you're hiding from him, I was like, this fucking is impossible. He punches you once and just blows the skull out of the back of your head. It's really scary too. Like we were playing yeah, it and I was, I was like, okay, no, I can't watch well, it. See, when I first played it, I was paranoid as fuck. I'm like, oh man, oh man. And I, like after like the sixth try, I watched a, like a walkthrough. I'm like, I'm going to do everything Every to the pixels what this guy it. does and I'm going to be fine. And like Bane gets to the end of a hallway. I'm like, all right, he's going to turn right. I'm going to go in this vent here. I'm going to like circumnavigate. I'm going to have him ready. He turns left, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> well, uh, I had barely played the games before I forced them in, because to me they're just great movies. Mm. And then The best Batman movie like, to date is just watching cutscenes, or even gameplay. Mm. Like, And then Arkham Origins, like, it's not too hard. Like, You did Copperhead for me, which is probably one of the hardest bits, but that's just because you were over, mm. and you just wanted just, to I play it. There. And then, yeah, like we got up to Bane... And I was not ready. No one's ready. I was like, fucking bad. this is fucked. <laughs> but God, it's cool. Oh, fuck, it's my turn. Sorry. <laughs> I got so lost in the Arkham games, yeah, I, I forgot I what I was doing. I was like, pausing it and like, having a rest, because I was like, 
so much pressure. In a universe, you'd be like, Meg, no, 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 no. no. Then your detective mode stops working. For all the listeners at home, this is a very clear preview of the fucking 24-hour episode of us tackling the Arkham series. (laughs) That is going to be in fucking insane. Is this going to happen? That's got to be like an anniversary, like 100 episodes. We're probably going to have to do an hour episode of each game and then one of just the Arkhamverse, like, unhinged and Arkham. All extended, all day. I'll say even probably pretty cool shit. Yeah. All right. So the Henry Joker. Again, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot what we were doing for a second there. Um. All right. We all know Arkham. The Arkham City is from Rocksteady in 2011. Uh, the events of this and the previous game result in an incredible scene. Like I've I've had to summarize here because I I was scared of this happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all this stuff goes down and it results in this scene underneath the Monarch Theatre. Um, after defeating Clayface, who has been playing the role of Joker throughout this game, um, Batman finally has the cure to the poison and he, like that him and the Joker need. Um, the two of them are dying in this dark room together. Uh, Bruce takes his half the cure. Um, Joker rubs it in that he's killed Talia, poisoned Gotham. It's sun hasn't even fucking come up yet this morning. Um, despite all the shit he's caused, Batman is always going to save him. Uh, um, Batman tells him, like, he's talking to himself out loud, that the Joker kills people, destroys lives, gets arrested, gets out, it just happens again. You know, um, um, at this point, Joker says, it's just a running joke, and pounces out of the shadows, stabs him, um, like, in the shoulder, just, he drops the vial, it just shatters into the ground, just starts immediately soaking into the gravel. Um, Joker like cries out. He's trying to lick the glass and the gravel, just trying to get any of it. Mm. It's it's gone. Like it's immediately in the ground and it's gone. Um, the bat tells him that despite all the shit, I still would have saved you. It's still my duty, you know. And Joker looks at him and goes, "You know what? That is pretty funny." And he just kind of giggles quietly until he fires. Yeah. And there's that incredible scene of him walking the Joker out, which has been foreshadowed throughout the whole fucking game. Like he walks out. Um, Harley like breaks down everyone's like what the fuck like all the thugs are just making way he goes out of Arkham City just puts it on the bonnet of Gordon's car and just walks back in and Gordon's got that look on his face like, like what the fuck did you do it did I just miss like <laughs> yeah um, yeah no words can describe how incredible the game is if you haven't taken the time to play it fuck you yeah like if you're gonna sit around saying like oh, I'm so keen for Justice League Suicide Squad was a good movie like Take the time you need to, to play experience. the games anyway. It's like, written by Paul Dini. Like, it's mm. it's the fucking Batman. Like, you can't just watch peak. the movies, but if you don't want to sit around and read, like, play the game. Or even just a YouTuber, like it's, we were saying. Canon. Yeah. But by now, those games are canon. Hmm. They're like... Um, They're the exact perfect equation between all the animated stuff, the comics, everything actually having to be able to do adult stuff like killing and violence mm. it's just the perfect they're that good and everything. that popular they've actually been written into the canon of the history mm. just they've, like they changed comic book history just like, they're that fucking impressive exactly it's just like the Red Hood under mm. the Red Hood that was so good that animation that it got written into the canon history yeah. that's now the origin of it so yeah yeah um, obviously all this stuff is recommended reading for people who want to learn which is what this podcast is about that is the fucking... That's the one to go to if you haven't touched it yet. Above yeah. all else. 
That's a card red. Steal a fucking police car, get to a fucking store and buy it. Especially now with Return to Arkham. That was one... Apart from us considering Origins to be the prequel like it's kind of supposed to be, that gave us the time. Well, me and Meg were playing it for Return to Arkham to come out. Haven't played it yet. That's worth it. Like I didn't like Arkham Asylum. This, like... The character bodies are Yeah, the game was kind of too old for the amount that they put into it. And then at other points, it looks like they didn't change anything. But it's still Arkham's, the same game. Arkham City is... Arkham City looks great. So nice But even just, like, paying, like... It probably doesn't cost that much. You know, it's been out for a few months. No, I like, saw it out there, um, up there the other day. I think it's, like, 40 bucks. Yeah, like... It's two games. Yeah, two great long games but also updated to look a little bit and you get all the DLC and costumes and Mm. shit you actually get to play as the Joker I I got fucked over and that I didn't get to do it yeah didn't you buy the like deluxe version and the person had already used the yeah yeah someone had used the code so he didn't get to and then I tried to buy the code on the PSN network and it didn't work but it tells me that I've got it but I can't that's why he comes to our house because we have it (laughs) Same um, as being Deathstroke in Origins. Yeah, I'm that just looking good. Um, alright. We've fucking dwelled on Arkham yeah, pretty hard here. Let's uh well, let's move on to the next one, huh? In this one, you might as well jump in too. It's mainly yours really. Oh, it's a crossover it's issue! Yeah. We'll do it with team up. Got Man, if you thought Arkham was a long-winded jibber-jab of nothing from us, get ready for this. Here we go. Alright. <laughs> Buckle up your holy shit belts, everybody! It was the number one on my list, and I know it's probably the number one on yours too, Trey. Yeah. Yeah, we sort of Trey pointed it and skipped that one. Um, Jason Todd, Batman 428. It's like one of the greatest deaths ever. Yeah, well, it leads up to one of the greatest stories as well. Yeah. Well, the story arc is 426 to 429. Yeah. But of course, other things happen at the end, which is still really cool. For all those who read it in trades, it's Death of the Family. Yeah, Death yeah. of the Family, it's all collected. Yeah. yeah, so it was December 1988 to January 99. Right, oh, 89. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a lot of series. And like you were saying before about Barry, he didn't come back till 2005. It was like, yeah. That's pretty long. It was 19 years. There so was hints, like in 19, Hush. 19 years, yeah. But that was just hinting, because Hush is like five issues before. They weren't, like, even, yeah. they weren't even hinting that issue alone. That was People are like, Jason Todd's back, and it just like sold twice as much as every other. Yeah, so, yeah, they're, exactly. like, yeah, that, so they're like, oh, people want it? That All right, it, fuck let's it, do let's it. do it. Yeah, so... Then they punch him into reality. Yeah. It was written by Jim Starlin, who should consider changing his name. Why? Starlin. It's with an R. Your name was Sean Hitler, would you be happy? (laughs) Okay, moving on. Skip that. (laughs) And it was illustrated by Jim Aparo or something. Jim Aparo, yeah. Fans had the ability to actually vote on a like hotline as if he would die because they knew he was becoming unpopular for being like the kind of dick Robin that would. It's ironic that he's and they the thought dick he was Robin. bad. Yeah, like he would disobey orders because he was even. It's, you can't take it seriously. He's dressed like an elf and he's like <laughs> fucking angry. Yeah, and like beating the shit out of villains. 
and, more than Batman. And so people voted for him to die, and it was a close vote. It was, it was very like, close. Was it seventy or something? I heard, yeah, I heard that votes. one dude yeah. voted to have him killed six hundred times, like one fucking insane person. I wouldn't guess. Just like, just like, go America, kill. Hang up, pick up, do do Kill! I have written down that. You can see him in the streets of New York at a payphone. Just no, quarters no he's in the basement. Kill. He's, he's in the basement. His mother's looking down the stairs, just shaking her head, being like, if I stop him, he's going to kill me. <laughs> I'm going to end up in the, in the closet somewhere. Yeah, like, when I had it written boy, down. Ted Bundy. <laughs> I wrote down that one guy rang up heaps of times, but when I was reading how close it was, the writer actually said that the guy had. Like, it's set up so every 90 seconds it would ring up mm. and say kill. Like, he yeah. had set this thing up for eight hours. Mm. But, um, That's fucking nuts. No one tries that hard for American Yeah, life. so people, <laughs> people didn't like him anymore because he was, like, the angry Robin. He's meant to be, like, the little kid helper, like... He's supposed dick. to be almost the comic relief of the character. Yeah, but then... What do you expect when you get a Robin from the alleyway when he's stealing the wheels off your back car? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a bad scene. <laughs> like, so people didn't like him because he was a tool, but they would learn the hard way that it could be far fucking worse Damn in way. 2006. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you reap what you sow, motherfuckers. <laughs> but yeah, the story... A lot of shit happens, but it is a good story. That was probably the first the whole comic story I made is, you read. Like, it would have been one of the early ones. Death, yeah. in, the fam- yeah. death in the Family. Yeah, no, the whole story the was basically movie. about him trying to find his mum. Yeah, so he'd actually been a bit of a pain in Bruce's ass. Like, they'd set up this kind of Steam ambush on the villains and Jason just attacks them instead yeah. of waiting. So, yeah, Bruce is fucking over it and, like... Says, until you kind of get your shit together, you're not working with me. Mm. And he just kind of says, suck my fuck, Bruce. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, Bruce mentions, like, his parents and he's just, like, not having a bar of it. Won't talk about it because they're dead. Because it's a comic character. And um, he just wanders over to his old neighbourhood and some chick gives him some of his dad's belongings. And the thing that sets it up is... He finds his birth certificate. You think his adopted father would have a copy, but no. No. Um, And his mum's name (coughs) is all blotched out, but the starting letter isn't that of his mum's. So he finds out that he has a different biological mum. Or something like that. Yeah, like he has... His mum isn't who it is biologically. I I don't know. It starts with an S or something like that, I think it is. um, Sean McGoldrick. Max Comics and Collectibles at... Oh, I threw the page. Hang on. 34 Sydney Street. Yeah! (laughs) Queensland. In the belongings, he finds like his dad's old address book and there's only three chicks with a name starting with that. (laughs) He's going along Sarah Connery. He just tracks them down. (laughs) And all... Two are in, like, the Middle Eastern ones in Africa. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Well, Why is none of them just, like, the fucking pharmacist of Central City or something? Well, the one that was in Africa, that she ends, ends up being... She was in Gotham. She yeah. was, like, doing dodgy working shit at, a, at a hospital doing, top like, shop. illegal shit to a teenage girl. Get to that part, because I wrote, like, a whole fucking... <laughs> you want to um, explore that one more? The first one's in Lebanon. So he goes to find her. And Batman is just happens to be in Lebanon as well because the Joker is loose selling a nuclear bomb to the uh, to block Tel Aviv or something like yeah, that. Yeah, to uh. like local terrorists. So they kind of run into each other and like 
Wow, this is awkward. Robin. Funny running into you <laughs> in Lebanon. Wow, that's a rough breakup. It's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here, my adopted son? Looking for my mum. What are you doing? This fucking greenhead guy selling a missile. I don't know. Parking out. They all just bump in. All three of them are in like the same like subway. Yeah. So yeah. the two team up, even though Bruce just kind of like fired him for the moment. He's like, fuck. And they it. do their superhero shit and stop some terrorist stuff. Yeah, because he thinks one of the terrorists is his mum. Yeah, they run into her. Lady it's not Shiva. her. No, that's the second one. The second, yeah. Yeah, second's Lady Shiva, also in the Middle East. Is it like Raish Al Ghul's daughter? Yeah, yeah. Not Talia or Nissa, it's like the other one. Extra lady. And yeah, um, so Batman helps him find her, but Batman are getting a big fight, and then they inject her with the truth serum. And she is not a mother. So moving on. Mori comes out. You are not the mother. So then they go. To, <laughs> I like the way. Yeah, she's just like doing some sweet urban dance. Yeah. They go to Ethiopia and find the chick that is his mum, and they have their gay little family moment. I don't know. I, I just <laughs> the gay little family moment. Been, then she sells him out. I was gonna say I just I hate her as a character just because of that one panel of like Joker coming in and she knows what's gonna go down. She's like lighting a cigarette and just like ignoring it all. Yeah. Like, you like, could do anything yeah, in so this scenario. I'm pre- like, I just wrote she did dodgy shit in Gotham, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was like an illegal surgery experiment shit yeah. on a little teenage girl who dies. Yeah. So that's what she was doing in Gotham. Yeah, she, for that, she yeah. gets her license taken off her and stuff Yeah, like so that. that's why she's like in Ethiopia helping AIDS workers. I found it, I know that's kind of reality, but I thought it was a bit mean that it's like, someone's in Ethiopia, they must be doing AIDS work. <laughs> Yeah. Like, fucking come on. It's a pretty old book now. Um, I think they made aid. I'm pretty sure Joker help. wears a turban at one point. That's the aid work they're doing. Oops. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so Joker's there as well. And, like, yeah, like you said, they know each other. And he knows what she did. So he's, like, blackmailing her into giving him... Even though she only just found out her son is just like, I want your son who... Your wrong. firstborn child shall be mine. The fucking Rumpel skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um. All right, yeah, skip, so skip to the book. She's just like, oh, cool. Let's sell my son to the Joker. Oh no, he took me as well. You and fucking yeah, idiot! Don't work with the Joker. Come on. He does the famous flogging with the. Everyone's seen the, the like six or seven panels side by side of him just beaten. Fuck you. I love how it's in Arkham Knight as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Arkham Knight's another recommendation. Under the Red Hood's a good rendition of it, if you've yeah. got the time for some anime. And then, um, yes, after he's done beating him, he ties them both up, and the mum's like, oh, I trusted the fucking retard of DC, and I'm getting jibbed. What a surprise. Mm. The clown prince of crime seems like such a trustworthy man. Yeah, and yeah, he ties them up and leaves a bomb. Jason kind of gets out, and... Stand like lays on oh, the that's bomb such a good scene. He gets out in the bomb. Works for the grenades. Door. I'm gonna do it to a bomb. That, I like different. Yeah, theme. sorry. In under the red hood, he gets get out into and that. the doors locked. He's that's locked. so good. <laughs> and then um, yeah. So he kind of covers the bomb and cops the most of it. And Batman comes, but the mum's still alive and just tells him what happens before dying because convenience. Yeah. And, then and it's then like, I'm, did he make it? Find out next issue after you vote. Yeah, and Bruce takes their bodies back to Gotham, and the only people at the funerals, Bruce, Alfred, Gordon, and Barbara, where is Dick? Because they were friends. <laughs> it's probably Bloodhaven doing cool shit. Or even, like, he was in the Teen Titans for a bit, none of them show up, but he gets mad about dick. that later. Yeah, but him and Dick Grayson were friends. Mm. 
fucking egghead was there. Dude was off crying. He's in touch with his emotions. Yeah, and then there's like all the shit of the Joker is now like fucking member. That's of the most twisted part of that series is like Israel. Um, yeah, they, they they get him to become their UN representative. <laughs> yeah, so now he's so like suddenly he's a community. Yeah, that's the so whole weird. time Batman's like, I'm just gonna fucking kill him and Superman little bitch and like the you're gonna start FBI like nah. <laughs> and then he goes to Dude, bomb Dude, you know how much, you know how much paperwork you're gonna cause me if you do that? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that shit too much because I'm sure we'll cover. We're like running pretty long as it is, man. And then um, I mean, we'll probably end up doing the trade as an episode. Yeah, there's no I, reason. I, I just like it because Jason's my favorite character. It's a big death, and it's good seeing the Joker fuck shit up. And it's good seeing like the readers matter. Like yeah. a lot of the stuff yeah. editors do these days. The like, they wouldn't do it nuts. these days. They wouldn't ask people their opinion. No, they'd be like, no, let's be edgy, and then they'll just fucking put him in. Because they'll have a whole of fangirls phone up saying Harley Quinn wins everything. Ugh. And yeah, it's Harley like Harley Quinn, huh? Even though it's twelve years later or whatever, it's like the setup to the greatest comic story in my opinion ever and best animated movie ever. It's definitely the yeah. best one. Even movie. though they make the Reason he's coming back a bit better, but they completely a bit better, a bit, <laughs> a bit com- fucking they better. They completely cut his mummy out of that, but they wouldn't yeah. have had the time to set it up because you got to put in all the bullshit. That's good. They they did the setup in like five minutes. Yeah, they got to yeah. bang that out pretty quick. Yeah, it, it would go for way too long if they did all the bullshit about him looking for his mum and then the race stuff. Would It'd be the Lord of the Rings of the animated yeah. series. All right, well, Meg, what's your one? Well, hang on, hang on. Because Sean got completely shafted out of his his pick, why did you guys both pick it? I said why. All yeah, right. the, the phone call, the, the whole thing about fans mattering and this sort of thing, that's pretty much why. Well, if Sean wanted to talk about it, he shouldn't have fucking picked it. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> Sean can help me with my one. All right, what you got? Um, well... We've been talking about Joker a lot. Yeah. Can't Joker. <laughs> Joker's death in Dark Knight Returns, like the story arc. Um, he snaps. He got oh, it. You're right. Snap. What the fuck am yeah. I doing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We thought of this like three days ago. <laughs> Holy shit. Trey told me about this. We was, like, brought the DVDs cool. and then like Do the that. next day we're like, oh yeah, no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he kind of snaps his own neck up, neck after like he stabs Batman. A- a lot. whole lot <laughs> and then Batman's just kind of like nah breaks his, breaks his neck oh, I can't do the, the voice but it's the no more yeah. <laughs> it just cracks him he's like yeah. enough and um yeah Fuck, you know so tensions are high when that Batarang fucking punches him in the, right in the eye right in the yeah. eye oh, oh I Etrigan for a second there didn't I yeah <laughs> yeah so, Joker does his little speechy thing yeah he's like nah you did it you you pretty much killed me and he was like no but I didn't quite really and he was like yeah well check this out snap yeah that's pretty hard and he's just laughing I take a moment to say goodbye to a friend fucking spits on the corpse yeah fuck that's <laughs> such a good book <laughs> I can't stand the art but the animated movie's art is so similar but mm. I'm off I, gi- I, I give the art credit because at its it time it's old. holy shit yeah you know? keep in mind every issue of Batman before that is like it's the strongest part of the weakest book in that series. Yeah. Another thing, back to Jason, because that's all I know about. When they were talking about killing him off because of the fans, they actually said, well, Dark Knight Returns happened not that long ago. And in that, they say Jason died in the light of duty, probably by the Joker. Mm. And they're just like, yeah, okay, cool. 
Alright, um Well you you've done one yeah, technically. Yeah. Alright, um so that leaves me with my final one of Carmine Falcone and the metaphor and symbolism that it is. Yeah. Um Carmine Falcone is one of Gotham's most powerful mob bosses. He meet he I fucked that up real good. Um he dies. <laughs> um he gets during dead. Yeah. Well the grammar in this is like some this is English and my first language here. <laughs> the jail was spell check fucks yourself up. Yeah. Um, so this takes place in the 1996 Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale epic, The Long Halloween. Um, I chose his death because it symbolises the greater death in Gotham's history. Um, the story is about a serial killer named Holiday assassinating people involved with just all mob families, mostly the Falcones. Um, uh, Carmine the Roman Falcone has this one desperate attempt to take control of the situation and his empire by hiring like all the supervillains that are around yet um yeah and it's a big deal for him to lower himself to that because one of the quotes earlier is um I'll uh, I'll find the quote here I'll burn it all down before I let a freak have it like he's so he fucking he's, he's the mob people that run Gotham before everyone else steps in um, his ploy to use Gotham City's weirdos backfires pretty hard when he gets shot in the head by Two-Face. <laughs> um, but it's just like, it's the death of mob culture in Gotham. Like, he's getting killed by the freaks in the rogues gallery. Yeah. It's better that way, though. Like, I have never read or watched that you many like one because I, stuff. I don't think a guy that's fucking crazy dressed as a bat with all these gadgets needs to be fighting mob people. Yeah, it's it's, mm. it's the moment where like, it's you like make mob... way for like Mr. Freeze and shit. Yeah, like someone time for suits like, and... Punisher seems alright because he's just a guy with gear. Gotham's but a fantastic You don't need to dress like a people. fucking bat and like jump around on rooftops to fight the mob. Yeah. Well, when I read year one and that mm. um, like, and such the focus on the mobs and that I honestly thought Gordon was the hero in that one. It's a Gordon-heavy story. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was the main thing there, so... But he is. Mm. Yeah, and as, like, the Tim Sale stuff takes place after Year One and continues with Dark Victory and Haunted Gotham, yeah. it's like, that's the moment that it just stops being about mobs and shady underbelly stuff, and it's just all fantastical villains at that mm. point. Well, that long Halloween storyline is a really good kickoff for anyone that wants to get into it. Yeah, year uh, one, long Halloween, and then just read the rest of the Tim Sale, yeah. Jeff Loeb that, stuff. That one page of just, I think it's dual page of all the, like, freak villains mm. in that little office is cool as fuck. Well, look, the art's a little bit hard to get past Yeah, I, I don't the like start. the art, but that one panel. But just you get, like, a page and a half in, you start to get the flow for it. Again. Yeah. It's a good enough story, though. Yeah, it gets past that, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, things that would look good as an animated film or a live-action movie, um, the homework question this week was, or oh, in my other notes, um, the question is, what story arc would you like to see made into a film, well, animated or live? Or work, even like an episode, just something yeah. made into a movie. Where what do you want to see get made into, into just a different media? A visual telling. Yeah. All right, you go first then, buddy. Ah, uh, hush. Yeah? Why? Yeah. Well, it's sick. just got everything in it, and it'll, you get introduced to every single... It would be an like, easy, awesome easy. way to yeah. set up the DC 
movie universe. Mm. Just the Batman movie should be harsh and then you've got all these villains got and characters like yeah. ready, but not just thrown in yeah. retardedly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's why. Yeah, I'd like to say that. I'm surprised it hasn't been done already. It's probably too long. Are they talking about doing that and Death in the Family after this? Oh, they've been talking about doing Hush for so long. Killing now. Joke. Mm. But that, yeah, that's the thing. I was in the list with Killing Joke, and if they've done that, yeah. there's no reason why they wouldn't. Um, what did you got there, Sean? I put there Maximum Carnage. All right, everybody. At this point here, Kyra's going to put the sweet theme song from the video game in here. <laughs> just for a little bit. <laughs> no, no, don't wake it up. It's by actual band. Yeah, it's by Green Jelly. Yeah. They probably want some money. Well, this is our. 10 seconds. Keep it under 10 seconds. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> That's way not it. Yeah. Alright, um, tell us why to the sound of the Big, game. Okay, I can't keep it chewing. Uh, but because it can actually happen now. You, everyone's saying, like. Hey, are you when talking Logan live was action, a, animated Yeah, shoot? live action. It can happen now. Oh, there's no reason why it shouldn't. Because, think about it. All the characters are owned by Marvel or Sony. Sony is in bed with Marvel now that they're making Spider-Man movies. You've got the Spider-Man movie coming out, Homecoming. They're Sets also talking about doing a Venom movie at some point. Exactly. They don't they're other still characters to Exactly. So That's the Venom movie. So you introduce Venom into it and the symbiotes in like the end of like or the next Spider-Man they're making third one could be easily Axel Carnage I bet they're scared of doing a third symbiote movie after that last shoot show throw a little bit into it at the end of Homecoming because that's what the Homecoming story arc is it's just what the name they've used but that's when he comes back to New York they don't even have to do it in Spider-Man they can throw the symbiote introduction into Infinity War yeah while they're in space while they're in space they could do it there because Spider-Man's already there yeah just show a little black on the the bumper of a spaceship coming back home that's Mm -hmm. all you need no, to the galaxy fuck shit. it. Make Spider Man get the black suit while he's in the Infinity War. Yeah. That's the secret war happening there, yeah. basically. They could do it because that could be how they Iron keep Fist it. is in it. Death Deathlock um, has been introduced in Agents of Shield. Um, all of them are all introduced, that, basically. That could be a way they keep the MCU to matter after Infinity War. Exactly by yeah. putting in calls for that's characters. their next big team up. Yeah, and because everyone was saying Logan should be old man Logan, can't do it because Sony has yeah. the rights to Spider Man, and the big kick on point for Logan, old man Logan was Hulk. Mysterio. Well, and, yeah, like and the Hulk. Hulk. They can't so, do the main villain. Yeah, yeah, so you know, done. Uh, yeah, Trey, what do you got? I was gonna say Red Hood, The Lost Days, and I thought that'd be so fucking predictable. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's already an episode, but I want to see. First episode of the animated series. On the wings. Yeah. Fucking live action borderline fucking horror movie. We talked about this on Poison Ivy. The body horror genre of Batman needs to be tapped into so fucking Mm. bad and I haven't got it yet. Everyone with a brain could look at Man Bat and go, yeah, fuck, we could make that scary. But then you play Arkham Knight and you're like, yeah, (laughs) I want to see that. Anyone who's played the game and knows the moment we're talking about fucking knows. Like, holy shit. Even, like, Scarecrow or Croc, if he was good in the DC movie Mm. universe. Even Mad Hatter, like... Mad Hatter could do some surreal shit. Because they're all... They're not just a superhero movie. They've got, like, a A superhero movie. They've got, like, a government corruption movie. They've got a space movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they've... 
kind of bring in other shit like Guardians of the Galaxy's comedy. It's yeah. a comedy like sci-fi. They bring movie in more sort of hero based. And I want to see a like fucking horror movie, superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. they could probably do that with Carnage as well. well. Yeah, exactly. But the good well, thing about the, the DC one—that's a genre that hasn't been touched at all, right? Superhero horror? Not really, apart from Spawn, um, maybe. Well, Spawn, yeah, shit. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's too shit. That's been that's redone though, because Todd's rewriting that. Yeah, but Ghost Riders, the Ghost Riders were halfway there, but they still had bad production. But a a scary Batman movie would be a fucking insane. Well, they've got the foot up for it. They just had like that Constantine series. Even though NBC had it and it's gone into that big war thing that they had, like mm. you know, in the hell. It's got a cult following. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Stuff. It's horror, and it's they actually nailed the scary. It was shit. popular enough that they did Justice League Dark. Now, yeah, and um, what's his name, Matt. Something oh, I can't remember. The guy who plays Constantine yeah. came back. Yeah, it's weird though. He's not a. You can tell he's doing like a cartoon. Yeah, well, he's, he's actually the thing is it's he, the same. I wasn't even sure for it was a Cockney Brit. He's a pretty good. Um, he does a good voice for it because mm. he's actually from Wales. So, yeah, the thing is that they kept him for everything, all the animated stuff, even the sh- the time for the Flash. Yeah, they've got the same character. Bring him in. You could have that. You can bring Spectre in. Oh, oh Spectre. That'd Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Thank it. you. There it is. Um. All right, Kyle. What did? You actually have to do your homework. I know you dropped the ball this episode, but that's fine. I was told we had homework like an hour before we left. I forgot to tell you. In my def- in my defense, keeping you out of the top deaths is keeping us out of a two-hour episode here. It, it was literally a. Did you do your homework this week? What homework? The question that I sent you. I'm I'm used to messaging the. I'm used to copying and pasting the message three times. Trey, Meg, you. Today I sent your one. Well, I sent your one this week to Sean. And completely fucking forgot to message you. <laughs> what, what do you pick? Um, I want to see a Gravity Falls style on question. I can live with that. Have you got? Have you ever seen Gravity Falls? Not part of it. Do you mean that because it's all like, or con- like just conspiracy? conspiracy. You just want a conspiracy cartoon with the question. Kind of. That would be fun. Can Huntress be a part of that? Well, she'd have to be. Yeah, yeah. love interest right there. Yeah, but the yeah, 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 Justice League, League Unlimited, and he talks about how the Girl Scouts are behind Chemtrails or something. yeah, 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 it's like He's got like a poster that says got fluoride or yeah, something. Yeah, the poster's in his like sleeping quarters. It's so good. It's like got fluoride. Then there's like one of the big alien just says, I want to believe and stuff. Mm. Real quick, just flow through your last one. All right. Um, I, I could definitely yeah. watch that. I hope it's all like dopey style cartoon as well. Like like Gravity Falls. What's a little oh, exactly just like Justice League action. I like the little Justice League action. Could it be like an action. animated book hat? Yeah. Because, yeah. Like a tinfoil hat. Saga. All right, the one I picked is the four-issue miniseries from 1996 by Mark Wade and beautifully panned by Alex Ross, Kingdom Come. Yeah. I want to see cool. this as an animated movie. Um, yeah, the story is it's set in the near future where irresponsible new superheroes begin to clash with the old classics without taking life into consideration. So there's just insane casualties. Fucking millennials. Those fucking dumbasses. <laughs> They've all got mohawks. It's got the worst-looking art ever. I like it. I only say that because I'm an old fart. But trying to keep... Oh, you're not that old enough to be part of that. You're like two years older than Toby. Yeah. Judging so you, me. 
Fucking young people who don't even know numbers. Yeah, Batman assembles a team to try and contain it and prevent the war that destroys the world. Um, I want to say this is an animated movie. Um, the pa- the painting art style in it's fairly dog shit. No, it's fairly realistic. So what? I hate it. I love if it. If I want to see something that realistic, I know they can't go the fuck outside. True, <laughs> but I don't get to see like Spectre fucking just being creepy outside. You just like Magog. Fucking Magog, he's a dog shit. Do, uh, we, do we have time to like finish the actual episode? Almost. Um. Yeah, I don't want it dumbed down. I want all the crazy characters and cameos and shit in it and to try and keep it realistic looking. But I know they can't hold that up in animation. I want it to look like Archer. Okay, yeah. Fuck yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, I don't want it dumbed down because I want people who don't read to fucking be confused as shit as to what it is, you know? I want it to be for people who earned it. Do we have time to finish the actual episode question? Oh, I thought I'd... Oh, fuck, I'm sorry. No, we, we did four. <laughs> I finished you mine, I saw we were lit. Didn't it's you even write it off? <laughs> no, I, I've done five, because I went first. I, I fucked it up. Um, That's right. <laughs> Who cares? It's book we, oh, like We're, like, super out of time, so just quickly rifle through the ones that I've missed. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, sure. I don't know if you have one. Sorry, yeah, I've got one last one. It's just a joke one, really, anyway. Alexander DeWitt. The guy from Bioshock Infinite? Close, no. No, that's fucking um, do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alexander DeWitt, Cole Rainer's missus, that got shoved in the Oh, fridge. shit! <laughs> I love it. Yep, so... I love it. And then we had women in refrigerators from... Refrigerators from there on. Yeah. So, yeah, that one there. I'll just put that on quickly. Um, Jack Murdoch, like, Daredevil's dad. Uh-huh. Um, that's another find... origin one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't find the issue. I'm sure it happens it. in a dozen. There's yeah, a probably, it's probably like a generic sort of starting point. Look, listeners have probably seen it in the Netflix one, right? Yeah. 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 They're listening to this shit. But he did die in February 1994. Mm-hmm. And it's because he didn't, like, lose a boxing match. And the, um, I like that as a, as a story that he decided him. to do what's right. Like, yeah, regardless of what it's going to do to him. There's like, that's really that's nice. definitely a moral that's been traumatized into death of yeah, his little he, boy brain. He wanted to show Matt to be good, even if it means he fucks. Yeah. He should have, he should instead of doing that, he should have said, just be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been fine. Well, my last one was Peter Parker at the end of Ultimate Spider-Man, issue 160. I want it to be superior as well. Only because that's such a fucking awesome run. Because mm. that was our childhood Spider-Man because of the game. Yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. It just ends game. in big fight between him and the funny-looking Green Goblin from Ultimate. And, yeah, like, Goblin's flogging Peter. MJ drives a truck into him. <laughs> so Peter being Gets hit by the Spider-Man, truck as well. No, he lifts the truck up and throws it at him. It blows up, killing both of them. So, like, the last panel is, like, Norman Osborn back in his human body, just smiling and then dying. Because hmm. he sees that Spider-Man's dead, too. I did it's it. just a sick, heroic death at the end of the Grey Bronze. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful um, ending for a guy who finally followed his dreams and killed Spider-Man. Yep. And it's just... <laughs> well, Spider-Man killed himself. Oh, it's absolutely. just good for the generic shit, because he's, like, cuddling Aunt May, saying, well, like, I did it, I couldn't protect Uncle Ben, but I could protect you. And then when he actually dies, MJ hugs him and shit. Like, it's that's why Spider-Man's good because he's got the family and shit. 
Yeah, so he's like real human, even though he's got all these powers. Yeah. But yeah, that's just couldn't recommend them enough. The Ultimates are a good contained. They're good thing for something for different with. from the straight up, especially the Spider Man. That's probably the best part of the Ultimate. Yeah. Um. Is that everyone sorted out now? Yeah. You don't have any off the top of your head, Carl? Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a walk down memory lane on our travels through pages and screens. We've overcome great villains and we've lost some good people along the way. Um, This has been In Memoriam, presented by the School for Wayward Nerds. (laughs) I'd like to thank our special guest, Sean McGoldrick, from 34 Sydney Street, Mackay, at Max Comics and Collectibles. This is a part where if we have a beer, you've got to tip a bit out. Yeah, tip a bit out for your boys, but not Max Lord. Spit in his fucking corpse face. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Alright. We've, we've got our uh, constant guests, our roster of people. We've got Megan Trey. This episode has been produced by our lovely Kyrstein. Oh, yeah. And I've been your host with the most over to follow. Who forgot an entire chunk of the episode there. You're doing great. Yeah. Um, remember to subscribe on iTunes to hear more of our senseless bullshit. Review. Yeah, and if you have time to throw a review up there, go for it. Uh, follow us on Twitter or Facebook at, at Wayward Nerds. Uh, underscore Wayward Nerds? At Wayward, Wayward underscore, underscore nerds. nerds. They'll find it. I, I wrote it down for you. And the Facebook is just the score for Wayward Nerds. Um, yep, now the formalities are done, my students. Okay, class is dismissed. <laughs>